Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, and educator turned six-figure business owner. As a client learning expert who helps entrepreneurs create and enhance their client learning experiences, I am on a mission to bring my passion of teaching to the online space. On this show, you can expect guest experts and content that will educate you on how to best serve the clients you have. Together, we will make an impact and learn to raise the bar in the online industry. Are you ready? Let's learn something new today. Hello, everybody. Happy 2021. Oh my goodness, we are in a new year. That's insane. (laughs) That is insane. I had such a lovely break over here in my little home. My husband was off because of school. So it was so nice spending time with him, being with Chloe But let's just say I'm so excited to be back. I'm so excited to be back educating you in a new way with our More Than a Mama podcast. So in case you did not hear in the previous episode, the last episode of 2020, I talked about how the podcast structure is changing a little bit just to better serve you. So each month we will cover a theme and our theme for this month is frameworks. If you follow my Instagram you know how much I love talking about frameworks. I love frameworks, but I am so excited to kind of bring you some new information and new perspectives on how we can utilize frameworks to not only really serve our clients, but also really serve your business and how can we utilize them in so many ways. I am a huge proponent of working smarter and not harder. So if you already have a framework, I I want to kind of like educate you on how we can use our frameworks to better serve clients in our business. And if you don't have a framework, you need to check out my Find Your Framework course. I will post the link in the show notes and I'll be talking about the course shortly. But today we need to start with the basics. So this episode is what to know about frameworks. This is part of our framework series, part one. And I really just want to break down the basics. So when I'm talking about a framework, you know what I'm talking about. So here's what we're going to be talking about today. What a framework is, why you need to have one, how they can be used, and what makes a great framework versus a mediocre framework. I think it's important to talk about just because you have a framework does not mean that it is always the best. So I really want to talk about how do we differentiate between great frameworks and the mediocre ones out there. So if you're ready to go, let's get started. Let's learn something today. So first off, a framework. A framework, the most easy definition, y'all, a framework is the unique way you help your clients get from point A to point B. I always like to think of it as, let's say we are going on a vacation. Right now I want to go to the beach. I want to go to like Hawaii. So let's say we're going to Hawaii and we embark on this journey. How we get to Hawaii is basically our framework, all right? So if you're selling your clients a transformation, how you help them get to that transformation is your framework. And I think it's important to say that you need to have a way to get there. There is a, there's a saying in the, like, the online space when it comes to selling 
is focus on the destination, not the airplane. So that would be like focusing that we're going to Hawaii, but not really concerning, getting concerned about how we're going to get there. And while I've definitely used that phrase before, and I understand it to an extent, I do think it's important to have a plan in place for your clients when they enter your sphere. We have to consider y'all that there are smart consumers out there, right? Like the whole flashy buying is not really cutting it anymore. And we need to be prepared for our clients. We need to have a framework. We need to have something in place that is the best possible way to get them from point A to point B. So again, a framework is a unique way that you help your clients get to that transformation. How you help them is your framework. So why is a framework important? We're going to really dive into this later in the framework series. But for now, I want you to understand that for starters, again, it's so important to know how you will help your clients. There is kind of like a, um, I don't I don't know what to call it, not a trend but just kind of like a standard in the online space that we can just do beta, right? Like we can just do beta rounds, beta pricing, and basically use people as guinea pigs to go through our programs. And I hate this. I hate that we're teaching that. I hate that we are using our clients as a guide to tell us if what we're doing is good or not. And I think that just comes from lack of education around what else we can use besides our clients to have a guide on our frameworks and to audit them before our clients ever enter the space. But they are important. And it is important, y'all, that our clients are not guinea pigs. It is important that we have other methods that we can use to think about how we can best serve our clients before they get in there. Um, something that I feel very strongly about is codependency on clients to tell you if the program is good or not. Because here's the deal. You are the expert. If you are listening to this and you are helping somebody with a transformation, they are coming to you as the expert to help them. So why are we having them give us opinion on something that we are an expert on? If you are an expert on the transformation, why do your clients have a say in how they get there when nobody knows it better than you? Client feedback is super important, okay? Client feedback is really important. But at the end of the day, as the expert, you need to be able to have a backup plan on how to audit and work through your framework before your clients ever get in there. And that's something the Find Your Framework course really teaches on is how can we critically think about our frameworks before our clients are in there? That is such a huge thing that business owners should have the skill to be able to do is critically think about what we're putting out there, why we're putting it out there, and are the steps the best way possible to get to the transformation. But just reviewing, you know, framework is how we help our clients get from point A to point B. It's important because you need to know how. You need to have a plan before your clients ever step into your framework, your program, your course. When can frameworks be used? Y'all, they can legit be used anytime you create a service ever. It is a beautiful experience. It is repeatable. And frameworks can benefit all niches, okay? Anytime you create a course, a program, a VIP day, a retainer, a one-on-one spot, Literally, regardless of your group program, regardless of your offer, you need to have a plan in place that is the best possible way to get your clients there. I know so many people that are just like, oh, like, 
you know, we'll just kind of see where this goes. No, you are the expert. People are paying you their hard earned money to be the expert. And we can do so much better than we'll see where this goes. No, 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 no. Okay. You can use a framework anytime you create a service and they can benefit all niches. So some background on me, I have used frameworks as a coach, a consultant, and a done-for-you provider. For coaching, I created, um, I mean, multiple things. I'll do uh, Mama's Making Waves 2.0. It was my business coaching group. We had a framework that my clients worked through that I spent three months creating um, based on the current clients I was working with and my own transformation. As a done-for-you provider, my VIP days, they have a framework. They have a system that my clients go through that is proven to work. As a done-for-you provider, when I'm serving my clients and my retainers, we have a system, we have an order of way that I need things from them for them to see the best possible transformation. As you know, a consultant with my intensives that I used to do, my framework intensives, I had the intensive set up in a way where we got stuff done. We need to make sure when we're creating these offers that we are really thinking about how can I best serve my clients? How can I best serve the people that are coming through? And that is really when your framework comes into play. So now that we've talked about a framework is the unique way we get our clients from point A to point B, we know it's important because it's important you all to have a plan. (laughs) It's important to know how you help your clients before you ever sell to them. The world does not need more beta testers. We need prepared entrepreneurs. And we know that they can be used for any offer. Let's start talking about fluffy and efficient frameworks. So I think it's very vital to note that just because you have a framework does not mean that it's good. Ooh, let that sit for a little bit. (laughs) Just because you have a framework doesn't mean that it's good. Think about it. If you're paying somebody to get you to a transformation, you want the shortest possible route, right? Our frameworks should be the fastest, most efficient way possible to get our clients there. It should not be all over the map. And I'm assuming some of y'all have bad in frameworks where you're like, this makes no sense. (laughs) This is just so unnecessary. This is not needed, right? It's, It's the most frustrating thing as a consumer to invest in something that looks so great on the outside that even they advertise, I have a framework and here's what we're going to do. And you get inside and it makes no freaking sense. So something that I've come up with is fluffy and efficient frameworks. And this really helps us differentiate what type of framework we want to have with our businesses and what type of framework we want to serve our clients with. So fluffy frameworks. Our fluffy frameworks, I like to picture a cloud. If you're a visual learner, close your eyes, picture a cloud, okay? It's beautiful. This cloud is gorgeous. It is rolling over the Western Plains. It is beautiful. You float up magically. You walk inside the cloud and you fall right through it. So even though it was pretty, it held like no weight. You fall right through it. These are called fluffy frameworks. So the characteristics of a fluffy framework, maybe it has big promises. You're able to sell a great transformation. You're able, you know, to market it really well. And it looks like you have a plan. But when you get inside the framework, it is not the best way possible to get there. The steps that you should be taking 
are not the best way possible to get there. And this can be incredibly frustrating, right? For you as a consumer. So those are our fluffy frameworks. They are clouds. When our clients get into them, they fall right through. And then we have an efficient framework. So I want you to close your eyes again. And I want you to picture a factory. You walk into the factory. Let's say they sell cars, okay? Each step of the car making process is the most effective way to make the car, right? They have limited resources, time, and money. So you bet these factories have to think of the best way possible to produce the car. The factory is always changing. It's always growing. It's always having space to get better. But they are constantly looking for the best way possible. And these are our efficient frameworks. People who create efficient frameworks are critically thinking about their frameworks before clients ever come in. When you're thinking about, you know, building out a car factory, all an efficient car factory, they don't just make one blueprint. They're like, okay, this sounds good. They go back and they think about the blueprint over and over and like, how can we make this better? And how can we do that better? And they're critically thinking about it. And that is what efficient frameworks do. They not only sell a clear transformation, but when you get inside, it is the best possible way to get to that transformation. The best possible way. The steps that you take are the best possible way. And while there's still room for growth at the moment, it is the best possible way. These are what we want our frameworks to look like. And for order for it to look like that, y'all, you have to be able to think critically about your framework. That's why I strongly dislike beta programs. It's why I strongly dislike that because it's almost an excuse if you don't have to critically think. You don't have to critically think about it before your clients come through. You just kind of throw something together and charge for it. I don't care how much you charge. That is still people's money that you're taking. And that ethically all just does not sit well with me. So we really have to think critically about our frameworks. We have to understand that usually the first one that we make should not be the ending point. I know with some of my frameworks, I work days, months, lots of time and hours into it just to make sure I'm putting out the best possible version I can. So in the Find Your Framework course, um, this is actually something I teach and we audit our frameworks using very best practices. And this can really empower you. I know it's worked with so many of my clients. It can really empower you to think critically about your framework. Something I see is people think so critically about it that you just never put it out. (laughs) You just don't ever do anything with it. So this course is a good balance of thinking critically, but also telling you like once you have it, you got to go. I really want y'all to start thinking of yourself as experts. I really want y'all, if you're listening to this, to think about, I am an expert over this topic. This is what I know. This is what I understand. This is what I can do best. Why would your clients get a say in something that you're an expert over? For example, when I have client feedback forms, my clients will always have space to like honestly respond to the service or maybe how the experience could have been better, but my expertise is not open for review because you're coming to me for me to solve this problem. So therefore, when it comes to that specific thing, I'm the expert, not my clients. And that really pushes me to put responsibility on myself to think critically about what I put out there and how I serve people and the things that I say. And I think that 
lack of responsibility is really lacking right now in the online space. So that was a lot. Man, I just went on a tangent. Tangent. But I think just a huge problem, y'all. There's lots of problems that have been occurring online. And this is not to shame everybody. It's not, I mean, this is, again, a podcast for just learning how to do better. So if you fall under one of these categories, like, I'm not looking at you. I'm not shaming you. Like, just go fix it, right? And I'll give you some tips here at the end. So problem number one is that people don't have frameworks at all. This is a problem. We should not be beta testing. We should not be encouraging our clients to do beta testing We should be educating and empowering them to create amazing frameworks the first time that people are excited to invest in and they are excited to sell. No wonder they have imposter syndrome over selling something. It's because they don't have a method. They don't have a plan. I would feel imposterous too. So that's the first problem. The second problem is that we have our own clients auditing our offers and that should not be the case. When you are the expert on a topic, you need to be taught how to audit your own offers. You need to be taught how to think critically, all right? You should not be at the hands of your client when it comes to your expertise. Again, client feedback is great, but when it comes to what you know and what you're an expert on, you are the only person who can audit it correctly. And the third thing is that we need to have processes set in place where you can critically think about your offer and if it is good or not before your clients join. Again, I want to emphasize, I don't believe in beta testing. (laughs) I don't believe in beta offers. I believe in being prepared as we possibly can for our clients. And that is what frameworks do. That is what frameworks do. So that is part one of the framework series. Next week, we are going to be diving into part two about how we use frameworks to benefit your clients. I have not talked about this on any of my platforms yet, so I'm really excited just to kind of bring you some new information, but I want to leave you some tips before we go. So if this episode really hit home with you, here's just some like three steps to go take right now. Step one is I need you to create a framework. I need you to create a process and how you best serve your clients and really start focusing in on that. Step two is going to be, you need to start thinking critically about your framework, asking yourself, why am I doing it this way? What questions might my client have? Are there any gaps here? Really thinking critically about your framework. And then an extension step, y'all, is make space for client feedback But you don't necessarily have to give them permission on something that you're an expert in. So really trying to find the balance between how can I get client feedback while also understanding that I'm the expert over my knowledge and just making sure that you are holding yourself accountable to your knowledge and not giving that power and that opportunity to your clients when in reality, you know best over that topic. So there we go. Three steps from Taylor. I'll make sure I put them in the show notes for you. If you do not have a framework and you need support finding your framework, the Find Your Framework course is going to be for you. The link is in my bio to sign up. It is an incredible course. I have over 20 women in it already, and I'm just super excited to continue sharing this course with y'all. So hop in the course. Um, Sales page is linked below. It'll have all the information, all the reviews, everything that you need to know. And I will see you next week for the framework series part two. We are going to be diving into how frameworks benefit your clients.
Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than a Mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you love what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and tag me on Instagram at more than a mama underscore so I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today. Bye.